Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. This week is another solo podcast with me, your host Danny. And the reason I decided to do this podcast solo again is because the other day I asked on my Instagram story what topics or content you would find it useful to hear or see me cover and there was a couple of questions which tied in really well together and I thought it would be useful for me to cover those questions during a podcast so that I can go into them in a little bit more detail. I will probably try and summarize this podcast in an Instagram post at some point as well, but I thought it would be really useful to do a podcast on this and um, I think it's one that I'll enjoy recording as well. So the two questions were, number one, there was mindset tips when making the transition away from following an extreme approach to nutrition. So like meticulously tracking everything in prep making that transition from being that way to being more flexible slash balanced, whether that's in the improvement season or whether that's transitioning away from competing for good, like I have personally, or, and the second question was how to switch from a bodybuilding diet to one of general health and performance. So again, they're very similar questions and in essence you could Um, I can give the same advice for both of those questions. So they're the two questions that I wanted to delve into on this podcast. So I hope you enjoy it, guys. And as always, if you do have any questions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to drop me a message on Instagram or drop me an email. I am genuinely always more than happy to help however I possibly can. So the first tip I would give when you're making that transition away from being extreme, following an extreme approach to training and nutrition, to being more flexible, being more balanced and health focused, is to take it slow and be patient with yourself. It can be a very difficult transition, especially if you've come from Um, just completing a bodybuilding prep, for example, you've just spent months and months and months working towards the goal of getting stage lean. Your sole focus has been getting on stage. So it's going to take a little bit of adapting, getting used to that, not being your goal anymore and getting used to being okay with that process reversing itself because you've just spent every day, week in and week out for months, watching yourself get leaner, looking for certain measures of progress, like new lines in your physique, seeing your food drop, seeing cardio increase, steps increase, pushing and pushing and pushing just for this goal of getting on stage. So for you to go from that to that goal no longer being there anymore and you having to adapt to food increasing to seeing yourself put body fat on and body fat which is required by the way for for health and function um and essentially you're just reverse it post-show you're reversing the process of prep you're regaining body fat you're regaining strength you're regaining health you are tapering down your expenditure you're tapering up food you're potentially checking in less frequently So you've got to reverse that entire process that you've been going through for a very long period of time, which has, at the end of the day, probably consumed your life for potentially years. So it's 
it's going to be a difficult process and for that reason you've got to be patient with yourself don't expect it to be smooth sailing don't expect to enjoy every single minute of it straight away because it's going to take some getting used to and i promise you that when you do get used to it and you do settle into the um more balanced side of life it will be so enjoyable for you but it's that initial transition that can be quite difficult and it can take some time to get used to it so yeah number one be patient with yourself and take it slow don't rush anything don't go straight from being one extreme to the other and at first what i would do from a nutrition perspective is i would keep your usual meal structure slash frequency and slowly introduce new food sources and slowly start to break that down rather than just sort of going from having this super super structured um routine with nutrition to completely just winging your food through the day at first especially if you've just been through a competition prep maintain your usual meal frequency and what i would probably do and this is what i'd i've just advised millie one of my clients who asked one of these questions to do is i would keep your usual prep meals in for the time being keep your usual prep meal frequency and then if you particularly fancy something on a given day then you can track that in on top of your usual prep meals and you could maybe have that as like a dessert for example after one of your normal prep meals and the reason for that as well is that say you were craving a particular food so you were craving chocolate for example if you were to just have that chocolate on its own when you're in this post prep state where hunger is elevated hunger hormones are completely thrown off you've not recovered yet if you were to just have that chocolate on its own the likelihood of you being satisfied and being able to leave it at having like 20 grams of chocolate if you were to have it on its own is going to be very minimal whereas if you were to have it with a meal so you would have it alongside or after one of your normal prep meals you would be much more likely to feel satisfied after that because you've had a lot more food volume, you've had a serving of protein. We all know that protein is the most satiating macronutrient and you're going to feel much fuller after having it with a meal as opposed to having it on its own and your likelihood of being able to leave it at a normal portion is, is much higher. So yeah, I would stick to your usual meal structure and frequency at first and then slowly start to introduce new foods. If you're craving something in particular, track that in with a meal. Um, I would at least track your food loosely still so that you have an element of accountability and structure. Um, and then what you can do is you can slowly become more and more flexible the further away from that extreme goal you get. And whilst you're going through this process of introducing new foods and being more flexible it would be really wise to practice mindful eating habits and um sort of sit with the way that you're feeling so when you eat your food and this will help from a digestion perspective as well as helping you be more mindful and become a little bit more in tune with your body's hunger cues when they start to regulate so make sure that you sit down to eat your meals don't eat standing up don't eat when you're on the go in the car rushing about because 
you're you're not going to acknowledge the fact that you are actually eating as much and you're not going to be able to enjoy the tastes and textures of those foods to the best of your ability so make sure you sit down to eat you chew your food properly eat slowly without distractions put your phone down put your laptop down put the tv down just focus on the food, the tastes, the textures, chew it properly. And like I said, this will benefit you from a digestion perspective, as well as from the perspective of helping you actually acknowledge the fact that you're eating and um, help you become more in, in tune with your hunger cues as they start to regulate. Um, and you'll enjoy your food more as well. So yeah, practice mindful eating habits whilst you're becoming more flexible and whilst you're introducing these new food sources. This is also being more flexible, just a really important point to make. Having variety in your diet, having lots of different food sources in your diet is really good for your health. It's good for your gut microbiome. And if you think about it, every different food contains different macro and micronutrients. So if you have a wider variety of foods in your diet, you're going to be consuming a wider variety of micronutrients alongside that. So food variety is really good for your health. And that's one of the benefits of following a more flexible approach to nutrition. And that comes back to the point of being more health and performance focused as opposed to your body composition being your sole focus like it is during a contest prep so remind yourself that food variety is good for your health it's not a negative thing it's a good thing you know there's no there's no real benefits to eating the same foods day in and day out like you would during a bodybuilding prep towards the end potentially other than the fact that it regulates your body composition and your going to be the, the basically the look when your stage lean is going to be much more predictable because there's going to be less fluctuations in things like sodium and food volume and things like that so that's why you might keep the foods the same during a contest prep but once you're done with that goal reintroduce flexibility because there's so many benefits to it and once you're done with that goal there's no real benefits to eating the same foods day in and day out so remind yourself of that Another thing to remind yourself of, which should be quite a reassuring thought, is remind yourself of the fundamental principles of whatever your goal is. So if your goal is hypertrophy, for example, remind yourself of the fundamentals that you need to hit to be able to progress with that goal. So those fundamentals would be applying progressive overload during training, um, it would be making sure that you're hitting your protein goal for the day, having several servings of protein spread throughout the day, lots of nutrient-dense foods in your diet, and making sure that you're recovering well. If you remind yourself of those fundamental principles, it should be reassuring because even when you're being flexible, even if you were to not track, you know that you can still hit those fundamentals after you've tracked for years. You have that education, you have that knowledge. You know that you can hit those fundamentals easily, even if you weren't to track your food. So that should be a reassuring thought that even if you were not to track anything, you would still make progress towards your goal. So reassure yourself of those fundamentals. It's okay to have basic food guidelines, even when you haven't got an extreme goal and you can still have goals without stepping on stage and you can still make great progress whilst being flexible. So remind yourself of those basic fundamentals, maybe make yourself a little checklist.
so that as you transition away from that extreme goal, you still have some structure and some boxes to tick, so to speak, or goals to aim for. Um, so that as you transition away from that extreme goal, you still have some boxes to tick, so to speak, or goals to aim for. You still have some structure um, and you have something to focus on. So yeah, remind yourself of the fundamentals so that even whilst you are being more flexible, you've still got some structure and you've still got some goals to hit each day. And that will help you with that transition away from your extreme goal, whatever that may have been. And the same applies for if your goal, you know, further down the line was fat loss at some point. Remind yourself of the fundamental principles of fat loss, such as being in a calorie deficit, staying active, again, eating lots of high volume nutrient dense foods. Remind yourself of those fundamentals and tick those fundamentals before you worry about all of the minor details and being super meticulous like you might have to be when you've got an extreme goal because even further down the line obviously you've got to recover from the contest prep first you've got to make sure that you're in a really good position from a mental and physical health perspective before you ever consider pursuing fat loss again but if that time does come you can pursue fat loss again in a much more flexible manner than you would have to if you had an extreme goal like stepping on stage you can still be flexible and pursue fat loss. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing kind of thing. And it doesn't have to completely consume you and your life does not have to revolve around it. Fitness does not have to be your identity. It can be a part of your life and not your whole life. Obviously, when you have got an extreme goal, it kind of does become your whole life and it kind of does consume you. And it's going to take up a lot of brain space. But when you're being more flexible with it and you don't have such an extreme goal, it doesn't have to take us up as much brain space. You can still have a life. You can be more flexible with your approach to it. So reassure yourself of that and um, allow yourself to be more flexible and remind yourself that it's not, it's not less optimal for you now to be that way. It might have been during a contest prep, but away from that, it is not it does not make you any less of a person for following more of a flexible approach to nutrition and training reminding yourself of health being the focus will help you opt for more nutrient dense foods rather than adopting the mindset of i'm gonna fit as much crap in my calories as physically possible so throughout the process when you're making this transition away from being extreme you can obviously be much more flexible and there's you know there's no foods off limits there is no harm in consuming more processed foods in moderation um, more calorie dense foods in moderation so allow yourself to do that but reminding yourself of health being the focus will help you get lots of nutrient dense foods in your diet alongside those more processed foods so that you are supporting your health and you do feel your best internally as well as looking amazing externally. So just remind yourself of health being focus and make sure that your actions are in line with that. And remind yourself of your values as a whole and um, make sure that you always come back to that and remind yourself of that if you ever find that your um, actions start to head in a way which is out of alignment with your with the way that you 
are and what you really value in life so always come back and remind yourself of your values and if you don't know them have a sit down with yourself and have a think about that um remember this is something that is really really helpful for a lot of people remember that when you go for meals out it is just food cooked by somebody else you can choose what you order off the menu you are in control of that you're in control of what you eat and you are in control of how much you eat as well you do not have to finish everything on your plate to the point where you feel stuffed and uncomfortable because nobody likes that feeling it's not pleasant you don't have to feel that way if you currently associate meals out with feeling uncomfortably full um, stuff to the brim and you know overeating it doesn't have to be that way you are in control of what you order and you are in control of how much you eat I know that when you initially transition away from an extreme goal and I was like this as well you will have a desire to eat a lot of the time and you will likely go to a few social occasions and you will overeat and that's a pretty normal response to you know getting yourself to the point where you are stage lean you are going to feel hungry because your body does not want to be stage lean your your natural response is to overeat so that you regain the necessary body fat for health so in that initial post-show phase, yes, you might go to a few social occasions and you might feel the need to overeat, but that that will dissipate. Your hunger hormones will stabilize. And trust me, you will get to a point where you don't feel the need to consume ridiculous amounts of food, like whether that be at home or in a social setting. And you'll get to a point where hunger subsides and you just have a, a relatively normal appetite as well, as long as you do post-show properly and you do regain the necessary body fat for health and you recover efficiently, you will get to that point where things stabilize. And like I said, you are fully in control of uh, your, your choices, what you eat and how much you eat. So don't be afraid to leave food on your plate if you're full practice those mindful eating habits which i was speaking about earlier when you go out for food so eat slowly take your time enjoy the company remember social occasions aren't just about the food that's there it's about spending time in good company with friends and family and they appreciate your presence they're not you know people aren't bothered about what food other people choose to eat or how much they choose to eat so just choose what's right for you choose what you really want off the menu and eat to your own hunger hunger cues and like i said they may be a bit out of whack at first you may overeat on a few occasions don't worry about that don't beat yourself up for it don't feel guilty for it carry on as normal the next day and eventually like i said when you've gone through this recovery process after having an extreme goal your hunger hormones will stabilize and you will have normal appetite again I I know it might not feel like that will ever be possible at first, but trust me, it will. And that comes back to the first point of just being patient with yourself because at first things will feel quite hard and things will feel a little bit out of whack, but trust me, your body will 
normalize and your feelings and your thoughts will normalize as well so yeah food is meals out are just food cooked by somebody else it's not any less optimal than foods that you would cook yourself and the food variety is good for your health so social occasions if you have the right mindset towards them they're going to be good for your health good for your progress because it's going to encourage food variety it's going to encourage human interaction time spent being social which is really good for our health so overall they're a really positive thing when you learn to lean into them and enjoy them so reassure yourself with the fact it's just food cooked by somebody else and and question the need to be in control of everything and question the need to be in control of every gram of food that enters your mouth what is that offering you now the answer to that in reality is absolutely nothing there is no benefit to being in control of every gram of food that enters your mouth unless you have an extreme goal such as stepping on stage and you're trying to peak your physique for one single day and you're at a very extreme um, level of lean. So question your need to be in control of every gram of food that enters your mouth. You don't need to be. And even when you are tracking 100% to the gram every single day, you're still not in control really of every gram of food that enters your mouth because even food labels don't have to be 100% accurate. There is about a 20% room for error with food packages. So even when you are controlling your food to every gram, well, you think you are, you're not really. So relax about it. It will serve you so well to relax about it. And it comes back again to that point of, reminding yourself of the basics and fundamentals that you need to hit in order to progress with your goal and being in control of every single gram of food is not one of them and in reality right if you were to overeat by say like 100 calories your energy expenditure would probably increase in line with that because you've got more energy coming in so you'd probably fidget more throughout the day or do more daily tasks so the effect in reality of your calorie intake fluctuating is going to be minimal. The effect that that's gonna have on your, your body composition or um, your performance, because your body's very good at like adapting to your circumstances. So adapting to what you give it from, a, from an energy perspective via food. So reassure yourself with that. And there's just question the need to be in control of every gram of food that enters your mouth. And when you do feel that need, ask yourself why, what is that offering me? The answer to that in reality is nothing unless you have an extreme goal. And if you are wanting to transition away from tracking your food, what I would recommend is again, doing this slowly and being patient with yourself. So you could, for example, start by not tracking your vegetables. You could then maybe add the odd day a week in where you don't track your food. This is something that I do with my clients during their improvement seasons or when they've transitioned away from competing or with the non-competitors that I coach I do generally advise some time away from tracking 
away from when their goal is fat loss. Some of my fat loss clients do track all the time. Um, but for, for the clients that are at maintenance or their goal is hypertrophy, I encourage some non-tracking days because again, as long as you're hitting those fundamentals, you will progress with your goal. So there's no harm in having some time away from tracking and it's a chance to put into practice what you've learned through tracking. It's a chance to be more mindful around food because let's face it, when you're tracking on an app, it's much harder to be mindful and it's much harder to listen to your body's hunger cues because you're aiming for specific targets on my fitness pal so you're almost overriding your own hunger cues so i would advise maybe like i said starting by having the rule of not So start by not tracking veg and then you could potentially add in a day a week where you don't track and then you could maybe add in two days a week and then slowly transition away from it that way and um, that will be a little bit more reassuring for, for you rather than going from, like I said earlier, being one extreme to the other. If you went straight from tracking every single gram of food that you have every single day to completely not tracking that works for some people but some people find that quite unnerving so if you're one of those people that find that unnerving you can take a gradual approach to it and again be patient with yourself and just change one little thing at a time so remove the tracking of veg add in a non-tracking day add in a second non-tracking day and then gradually transition away from it and you can, for the record, still make great progress with your performance and body composition related goals whilst you're not tracking. And I don't track most of the time now as well. The only time I'll usually track is like if I've got, um, for example, a CrossFit competition, which I'm doing for fun at the moment on the odd occasion. Um, I'll make sure that I've got a couple of high carb days before the day of the competition just so that i know that i can perform to the best of my ability um, but other than that i generally won't track now i still follow basic food guidelines such as having a serving of protein with each meal throughout the day i eat i naturally gravitate towards nutrient-dense foods because i care about my health um, and i just make sure that and this applies for anyone else who's got performance goals just make sure that you're hitting the basics and fundamentals. Make sure you're having a decent serving of carbohydrate pre and post workout. Make sure that you're having a decent serving of protein pre and post workout. At least three servings of protein spread throughout the day, ideally four. And you're good. You're going to progress with your performance and you're going to progress with your body composition as a result of that without it completely consuming you and consuming your thoughts every minute of the day because that's not a nice place to be if you've got an extreme goal like stepping on stage yes your body composition is going to consume a lot of your thoughts but once you've transitioned away from that it shouldn't be dictating your thoughts every minute of the day so once you get to that place where it doesn't i promise you it's such a wonderful place to be and it's so refreshing after you have been through a period of of chasing an extreme goal and your body composition dictating a lot of your thoughts it's so nice to get away from that and your your body image will likely improve with that as as well because you're not quite so hyper focused and fixated on your body all of the time so 
they would be my tips for, well, my top tips for transitioning away from having an extreme goal and towards being more flexible, balanced and health focused. Like I said, guys, if you have any questions off the back of this, please drop me a message on Instagram. I would be genuinely more than happy to help. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Female Fitness Podcast, please do like, subscribe, leave a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment below on YouTube. Like I said, thank you so much for listening. You guys genuinely mean the world to me. I appreciate your support massively. And I will see you in the next one.